Audio morning brief for the U.S. grain market, 7.44 a.m. Eastern Time, October 19th. I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point. In the weekly update, which we'll uh, put together here a little later this uh, morning, I'm going to have a little discussion on the R model because I have reactivated the R model since the first time that it was activated for 2017 to 2019, actually 2015 to 2019. At any rate, uh, I'll discuss that later. But what this suggests is a chance for... Uh, crop problem anytime 2024 to 2028 and it could be multiple problems and so I'm specifically thinking of 2024 since the C model has been calling for that as the last chance for a cyclical crop problem. The R model's calling also for cyclical but it's a different kind of thing. All right just thought I would mention that. All right here's uh, for the short-term update on the December corn futures. Uh, the model is warning that's probably topping for level three. There's no upside. There's no desire to buy anything here and the market's probably moving sideways to lower into next week for a level three bottom. Now the market can rally into early next week then down so there could be some strength here yet. But as I warned you, it looks like to me we really want to think in terms of the market doing nothing into next week. And I'm sure the bulls and bears don't like to hear that. But if you are looking for some sizable moves, the more it moves sideways and the lower the volatility, the more that leans to greater volatility sometime. Uh, sometime. And it also builds potential for the next move. So this rest is actually a good thing relative to our bullish forecast going into, say, early November uh, for the corn market. At any rate, uh, I think the market ought to dip today into a bottom late today to early tomorrow for the level four interweek swings, and that may help put in this level three top. It looks like a very quiet top, very difficult to, to truly call it with any confidence. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to go with the idea that there's probably a little more downside when looking into next week than upside, okay? And overall, I just don't think it's going to do much of anything. All right, let's move over to, now, in terms of prices to watch, well, obviously, if it trades below, say, the 47 and 3 quarters mark, it might go down to test 480s uh, area. That's allowable, Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised it's going to try to stay 480s, 490s here for a while during this consolidation. Now, if it trades above yesterday's high at 494 and does that today, I think the level 4 swing has probably returned to up. And that might give a little push into a late level 3 top that might yet put it up into around the 495 area or something. But again, I just don't see a whole lot going here. There isn't a lot of interest to get anything bought or uh, sold. And I think we're still in larger uptrends and a bull market for corn longer term. Let's go to the January beans. Uh, January beans, of course, woke up finally and uh, are now the leader to the upside compared to corn. And the model suggesting soybeans should work higher into early next week for a level three top. They may not even top to the end of next week, but in next week, a level three bottom is due. So I'm assuming there is a wave of selling coming next week, but probably not this week, okay? Now it's met our minimum upside objective, so the modeling gets a gold star. Now it's met it ahead of time, so we haven't timed the top yet, so no gold star there. Uh, but it is a warning to consider higher 
um, price possibilities here, and that objective range goes as high as about 1346, and the minimum was about, uh, what, 1329, 1330. Five-day average is nearby support. Looks like a nice uptrend, just easily moving higher. Uh, it's not that there's a huge amount of demand here. It's a small amount of demand. But the supply is backed off more than demand. I've always said you can get to these moments where just a handful of buyers can move a billion-dollar market or something. You know what I'm saying? And now the daily stochastic is, however, overbought. So it is warning we have a right to consider the model can be right that a level three top is coming. So I think we're going to see a wave of selling next week. I don't think we're going to see much for today or tomorrow for the downside, even if they slipped it back towards the five-day average today, which would look like a sizable move, I suppose, from a day-to-day -day basis, there's a good chance it just rebounds a little bit next week. And I just don't think they're ready to sell it in that level three bottom. Now, if it were to trade below 13, 12 and a quarter, I might think differently that we missed a top and the level three is in place and moving lower. All right, let's uh, move. Uh, so I'll give you the upside and I'll give you a price level to watch for the downside because if it were to take out yesterday's low at that price I just gave you, that might set up some objectives of 13 down into 1290 or something. I think those prices wait for next week. I think it ought to work a little higher here first and then we'll reevaluate how much downside next week. Now let's move to the December wheat. Now the December wheat, the stochastic indicator rolled over earlier this week since sell mode not paying much attention as the market picks its head up a little bit. It tends to be coasting along the rising five-day average. Here again, not a lot of demand, just barely a little more demand than supply. But both just aren't really present. We're just not seeing, you know, it's like a bulk of the supply and demand side is just left. They're doing something else. They don't need to do anything. And I think there's a good chance it tops for level three today. It should top for level four today and slip into a bottom late today on into late tomorrow for the level four. And that might be the first leg lower for level three. And that might wake this market up. It seems to be sleepy here. Uh, even though it's on an upswing, it just seems to be sleepy. And so the volatility may pick up to the downside of price. Okay. So like the other markets, we can extend this level three uptrend into early next week. In fact, wheat and soybeans look like they shouldn't really top the early next week. But the wheat, I think I'm willing to allow it to top as soon as today. So kind of keep that as guidance here. I don't think there's a lot of downside for the wheat. I think it's I think it's just going to kind of coast and slip into a bottom uh, next week. And it looks like all three markets could be on the same page next week for level three bottom. And it looks like they're all on the same page for rallies into early November for corn, rallies into late November to December for soybeans and wheat. And I don't know, that may drag corn higher as well. Don't know how that's going to work or maybe corn's going to be a hindrance to how well. But again, just keep this idea that we're going to work higher into the end of the year and found the seasonal lows and long-term bottoms. And I think we're in a long-term bull market. It's just they don't really need to do much business right now. And I don't see any excitement out of Brazil. Uh, we could be building something there that's more bullish than bearish in Brazil. Uh, but we still have sluggish global demand, I think, and uh, in China. Anyways, I'll discuss more in the weekly update. Uh, there's your morning brief. Past results are not necessarily indicative of futures outs. Have a great day. Thank you.